All right, all right. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Run Free Podcast. This is episode number 49, and we're going to be talking about breaking through by developing new mental normals. Man, I'm excited for today's episode. This is one that Sarah and I have both been thinking about a lot recently, and uh, we kind of teased it a little bit in that last episode that I uh, talked with Sarah after she ran a personal best in the half marathon. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go back, give it a listen. Uh, good stuff. But today we're going to go deep into new mental normals and how powerful that can be in helping us make physical leaps and bounds in our training and racing. But before we do that, uh, just a little update on my end. Got some news to share with you guys that I don't, I haven't shared it with anyone besides a couple of friends. I was texting about this. So, backstory, real quick, and I promise you, this is gonna be worth the backstory. <laughs> um, did a little run with Nick Simmons. What was that a week ago? And uh, we did this Marine Corps test challenge thing. And, and so there's like max pull-ups you can do and then max sit-ups you can do in two minutes and then a max effort over a three-mile run. And so I was like most nervous about the run because I've only done five runs this year. So my last one was in Montana with our running retreat that we did with our coaches. So it's been a bit since I've run. So I was like, and 100% score is six-minute pace, so 18 minutes for three miles. And I was like, I really, I have no idea how this is going to go. But uh, so anyways, we go through the pull-ups and we go through the sit-ups and then we're getting to the run and and, uh, we start off and I was like, man, you know what? I feel all right. This feels pretty good. We were actually on six minute pace early on and Nick and I were having a conversation and stuff and it was just kind of flowing, feeling pretty good. You know, I was feeling pretty fresh since I hadn't run in like over a month's time. (laughs) uh, So long story short, Nick and I ended up running just north of 18 minutes for three miles. And, uh, and I was kind of like, hey, that actually felt pretty good, you know? You know those runs you guys have when you're not expecting to feel good and you're expecting it to feel super, super hard, and then it just, like, kind of exceeds your expectations where it doesn't feel that bad, which, by the way, side note, is a great way to go into a race. Anytime you're going into a race expecting it to feel easy, expecting it to feel good, it rarely feels as good as you want it to feel. So always good to kind of expect a battle on your hands, and then when it's not there, you're like grateful for it and you, you're like whoa this is amazing and you get some momentum get some excitement in that run and that's when good things happen but the, anyways total side note there so fast that was a week ago fast forward to two days ago uh, one of my athletes meta and shout out to meta she uh, just ran a personal best over 5,000 meters in a time trial at altitude and then her personal best was from sea level and so, man, she just had an awesome 5K buildup. But it's time for her to take some downtime. And so, anyway, she ended up texting me. And she's like, hey, I know this doesn't fit at all into what we're doing, but my friend and I have talked about doing this race. And uh, so she shot me a link to the race. And I was like, what is this race? And like, I was like, this doesn't make sense. But I was like, I'll look at the race and see what it is. And so I pull it up, and uh, it's the North Face Grand Traverse Mountain Run. And so I, don't, I still don't even know how long this race is. It's like 40 or 43 miles, because I think they changed up the course this year with COVID. So anyways, I'm looking at this race, and there's something about it. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. I was like, that sounds like a pretty epic adventure, actually. So Crested Butte, for you guys who don't know, is up at like nearly 9,000 feet. This run has like 6,000 feet of elevation gain in it over, like, like I said, I think it's 43 miles. And uh, there's just something I was like, ooh, like I'm actually kind of interested in that. And so, uh, so long story short, yesterday 
you know, I hit the, the magic sin button. You guys ever do that where like you, you fill out like a race registration, which is kind of new to me, by the way. I usually don't have to fill out race registration. And then you, you press that like submit button. It's kind of like, oh, I just did that. <laughs> it was that kind of feel. It's like, oh, I just did that. 40 mile race, 43 mile race. Never run further than a marathon. I swore I'd never even run a marathon, which I'm still keeping to that commitment, by the way, because 43 miles is not a marathon. It's an ultra marathon so i never thought i'd say these words never thought they'd come out of my mouth but i just registered for an ultra marathon so things are about to get really interesting over on my side of the mic i've only done six runs this year and you know what like i I love adventures but what i love even more than adventures is putting myself in stretching situations so this shall be a little bit stretching if you have not already made that conclusion yourself 43 miles my longest run leading up to this race will be seven miles yeah seven miles and i'm at about 20 miles on the year most of my runs around three miles i've run six times so yeah, I might be a little bit more than 20, I think 25 miles on the year. So things are about to get real interesting. If you guys don't know about the race, you can check it out. You can find them on Instagram and um, you can just Google the North Face Grand Traverse Mountain Run. If you want to go take take your shots at me, now's your chance because I'm not going to start training now. I'm going to keep my legs fresh. I'm going to keep training in the gym, lifting super hard. Still trying to put on weight, by the way, which is not ideal for ultra marathoning. So... Again, I just love putting myself in stretching situations. Um, you know, if you train for it, of course you can do it. If you don't train for it, maybe not. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm gonna go into this one with zero expectations. Um, my only goal is to find the finish line and to enjoy every step of the journey. I have no grandiose plans of pulling off some kind of thriller, Manila, or something like that. This is this is gonna be. A beautiful struggle that's that's what I'm looking for and uh, and maybe not if it's not then it's not but um, you know once I get past that seven mile mark it'll be new ground for me for the year so about to get interesting if you're interested it's pretty cool the race is going down um, and Crested Butte is a beautiful place to go so if you're looking for a pretty crazy extreme adventure I think they might have a couple spots left go check them out Crested Butte come take your shots at me now's the time i'm down on the ground you can come kick me if you want <laughs> i'm just messing with you guys. so anyways that's that's the big news on my end um now let's just hop into this discussion for today which is not at all relevant to what i was just talking about but i will be sharing with you a little bit more about kind of my mindset and of course you know let you guys know how that one goes my experience out there so today's episode so I want to start this one with a question. Do you guys, have you ever happened, had this happen to you where you're like either in a race or you're in a workout and you kind of scare yourself with how fast you're running? So it's like your watch beeps, you look down, that mile split is like way quicker than you're used to seeing, way quicker than you think you should be running. And there's this kind of thing inside of you where it's, it's kind of like me pressing the send button on that registration I did the other day. We're kind of like, oh, I just did that. I just did that. I might have been a bad call. And there's this little bit of fear, a little bit of a hesitation um, when you hit those splits, when you run a little bit quicker than you know you should be. Has that ever happened to you guys? Can you recall that moment? I know that's happened for me. Um, the most obvious time I can think of is you know, when we set the American record in the half marathon. I remember seeing that 
428 split mile three and there's kind of this thing of like i hope i didn't just shoot myself in the foot here and uh and so i want to talk about how we can reframe this in our minds but more than that like how we can actually establish being like no this is like the new me this is my new normal um how we can establish that and have that work towards our advantage in both training and racing and allow us to make huge breakthroughs in our physical performance so that's where we're going um, today and so I want to give you guys just a little bit of background of this term new normals maybe you guys have heard this before it's kind of an obvious term but I know like I'd never heard anyone articulate like like new normals until uh, I think it was back in like 2010 at Bethel Church. Uh, Danny Silk is was one of the pastors there, and he was talking about how in marriage, like you have one person who has a normal way of doing life, grew up in their family, and like this is just how their family did things. Then you have another person who has their own normal experiences, and then you got to come together and create these new normals together. And it's super helpful in just kind of like thinking about how how to work together well in marriage and how to understand your uh, spouse and and understand why they see the world the way they see it and understand that okay like this is normal for them not normal for me maybe a little bit stretching for me but like i can understand where they're coming from here so it was super helpful in the kind of the marriage category but then i found it that i found myself thinking about also in the training and racing category because as you're getting quicker and faster and and as the level of competition that you find yourself in is growing and growing you have these times when you have new normals that you have to make mental adjustments to and it can be scary at first i know it was for me when i was coming up in the sport and getting faster and faster and it doesn't necessarily have to be so that's that's a little bit of background of where this term like new normal where i first heard of it so I'm a little bit hesitant to talk to you guys on this subject because this is one that I screwed up in uh, in my running career. And if you guys got a chance, the 41st day, the documentary that kind of followed me from 2012 up till my retirement in 2016 um, or the end of 2015, if you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, that's now on like Amazon and iTunes and I know on Amazon... The price is like $120 to buy the film. We had nothing to do with that. I don't know how they arrived at that price. I think it was a glitch in the system. Someone put a decimal where it wasn't meant to be. So we're well aware of that. Thanks for all you guys' messages on that. Um, and yeah, we didn't we didn't have anything to do with setting the price on that guy. So anyways, check out the film if you didn't get a chance. But you'll see uh, my strategy in training for the 2012 Olympics. And my strategy was like, I was gonna run 440 pace and I was gonna run that pace in training. And basically all I was gonna do, like every single workout, I was gonna spend some time at 440 per mile pace because my goal was to run 440 pace for the Olympic marathon, which at the time, I believe that would have been a world record and uh, you know would have probably, well, definitely, I would have won the Olympic gold medal if that would have happened. So. I, I implemented this in my training. You guys will see bits and pieces of that if you watch the film. And then you'll see that things just got worse and worse. And there was a number of reasons there. And I wanna go into why it didn't work for me. But there's always this temptation for myself when I'm sharing like things that didn't work, when I'm sharing my struggles um, to, 
to just throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? Being like, well, I tried that, messed that up, didn't work, and not look at all the variables that went into why it didn't work. And and it's really easy to just be lazy, right? And like not look at the full picture and be like, okay, let me like examine this closely like a scientist would and see why that training methodology did not work. And for me now, looking back at it eight years later, eight years removed, it's so painfully obvious um, why that didn't work. And so let's just jump right into that. Like if you're looking to establish a new normal, and again, remember a new normal just means like you were training a five minute mile per pace, five minute per mile pace for your marathon and now all of a sudden you're training at 450 per mile like that's a big jump right or maybe it's like you were training eight minutes per mile and now like your new normal is going to be 745 per mile it's just a big jump a big improvement in where you're at if you're looking to make that that new pace like your new normal that's just like normal operating pace for you that's what i'm talking about when i say the term new normal so if you're looking to establish that the very first thing I would say is success is going to be in the setup of how you set up that new normal and going after that new normal. So for me in 2012 Olympics, I did something that I'd never done before, um, before I began that buildup. And that was to fast for one week. And you'll see that in the documentary. And I think I've talked about that on this podcast. So forgive me for repeating myself on this, but um, so, so important that you don't try to make a big jump in your training when you are underfueled, uh, when your nutrition is not on, when you're at a super unhealthy body weight. So like for me, like I fasted for a week, I came into that buildup a good 15 pounds lighter than I typically would. And at five foot 10, like that's a huge, huge difference, right? And so I kind of, failed in the setup before i even began the training methodology that i was trying to implement i failed in setting it up properly so tip number one if you're trying to set up a new normal you're trying to get a big breakthrough in your performance it has to be done with a healthy body in place and that's why like run free training we're all about holistic training because we know like things can happen like this where maybe like you were on to something and the training methodology is actually good but if your body's not in a good place, if your body's not healthy, if your nutrition is not on point, if you're not sleeping enough, like it doesn't matter what your training is gonna be, it's not gonna work. Like that stuff is even more important than the training. So, um, you know, I kind of shot myself in the foot, like from the get go, and really like never gave this training methodology a good shake. So it's, you know, now as a coach, I look back at that time and I'm like, I don't even know if it would have worked or not, you know? But I have like learned a lot about how to go after new normal since then. And I would go about it a little bit different than I did in the film. And I'm gonna talk about how I do it differently looking back at it now. So tip number one, just make sure your body is healthy. Uh, make sure your sleep, your nutrition is on point. Um, another piece of it is just make sure that for you to break through and be running faster than you've ever been running before for your tempos your thresholds your long runs for everything you're doing like the conditions have to be right right so most places right now if you're listening to this podcast it's probably the summertime it's probably hot and humid like it is not a great time to try and run faster than you've ever run before in training like you might actually be running super fast it just 
you're you're running slower because it's hot and humid right so you might actually be fitter than you've ever been before but your your times in training are the same or even a little bit slower than they've been in the past and so it's really really important that we make adjustments and i've done previous episodes on this when you're training heat and humidity you gotta adjust you know basically subtract however hot and humid it is subtract five to 15 seconds per mile off your time so those things have to be in place for you to even like have a crack at creating these new normals so now we're going to talk a little bit about the the approach to training how do you set up your training so that you can have big breakthroughs in your training and have be in a position where you have these new normals where you're looking at your watch and you're being like whoa i can't believe i just ran that mile that fast for this threshold usually it feels way harder than that like how do you do that from a training perspective and then we're going to conclude with how do you do that from a mental um what's your mental approach have to be as this is happening but these other elements kind of have to be in place before we can even talk about the mental elements so uh, from a training approach things that i look when i look back at how i did things my approach in 2012 was like i'm just going to do like like every long run is going to have some elements of it at 440 per mile pace so like for example i was in here in flagstaff and i was training i remember i'd do like 20 times 400 meters hard 400 meters easy and those 400s would be at, at a marathon goal pace and then i'd finish the long run by like climbing this uh, humphreys mountain um snowball road climbs like 3,000 feet over i think yeah about 10k and i'd finish the long run that way and i look back at that workout and i'm like that was a really good solid workout like probably nothing wrong with that workout nothing i'd do different and so what i like about that workout is it starts really small right so if we head out the door and we're like okay like i've been doing all my threshold running at seven minute per mile pace say for a 10 mile threshold and now like i'm just gonna make the mental i'm gonna i'm gonna come with this will inside of me and it i'm gonna change it it's gonna be 650 pace today like that's all good but it's probably not realistic to start with such a big jump in improvement so you gotta take bite-sized pieces and that's kind of my first uh, tip when it comes to the training end of breaking through and achieving new normals is just you got to start small and you got to build bridges from where you're at and that's you know what run free training is all about we're all about taking you from where you're at and doing some work from where you're at and some work from where we want to go so you got to have some workouts where you're spending time at that goal marathon pace at that new normal and you're just doing it in small chunks 400 maybe you start with 400 meter reps like i did maybe you start with 800s or miles or a short threshold of two or three miles like you don't just head out the door and try and replicate a long threshold that you've never done before without first doing these smaller pieces um so building bridges starting small i think are two just hugely important things from a training perspective of how to achieve these new normals um on that note just not being like all or nothing about it so you still even though we're trying to create these new normals where you're just telling your body like this is your new threshold pace this 10 second jump is your new threshold pace like you still have to be intuitive and you still have to listen to your body and this is 
an area where I made a mistake in my training. And I made this mistake a lot kind of throughout my career where I wasn't as intuitive as I needed to be. So sometimes like you might be willing yourself to run faster over that threshold and your body's just like, it's not happening today. And if you push through that, it's actually going to cause you to get worse. Um, so always, always, even if like in your mind, your mentality is like, I'm creating this new normal. This is the pace I operate at. If you start off at that pace and your body's just like, I'm not having it today, then you got to listen to your body and make adjustments. And what I like to do in those situations now, and I do this all the time in the gym. So like, for example, my new normal is like last year, I'd start off all my deadlifting at 315 pounds and I start off doing reps at 315 pounds. And I want to get to the place where my new normal is, is 405, so four plates, four 45-pound plates on each side. And I want that to be my new normal where I just kind of like, obviously well warmed up, but my first working set is at 405. And I'm not there at all right now, but I am like in my mind establishing, okay, 405 is not a big deal anymore. Like the, this number intimidated me for a long time. And now it's just, it's just my new normal. And so I'm just settling in. I'm at peace with like, this is not that big of a deal. And I'll talk, that's kind of wandering into the mental approach, but all that to say, like, start with small pieces and then there's times where it's like okay i know 405 is my new normal but it's just not happening today and i'm not feeling that good not feeling that strong and so i got to be okay with making adjustments and taking less weight taking weight off the bar and not freaking out about it and not like throwing it all out and being like this doesn't work this new normal thing but just being like okay like today it's not happening like that's fine i'm gonna just listen to my body adjust i'm gonna go back to a weight that i know i can move and i'm gonna show up the next time and have that same mentality of going after this new normal so make sure that your body always trumps what you have written down on a piece of paper for your training or what your coach has written down for you. And I do that, you know, with Sarah when I'm training her now. It's like I'll write a piece of paper, uh, I'll write a piece of paper, I'll write her paces down and share it with her. But it's always like there's always flexibility within that to listen to her body. And that that is the art of running is, is being intuitive and listening to your body. And that's how your body's going to respond really, really well to the training you are doing. So don't force it. Um, that's kind of... All that say, don't force it. That's, that's the next kind of training approach thing. Um, and then the other thing is also, too, going back to the setup, and this is relevant to the training approach because it's very difficult to run, like I said, quicker than you have been in less than ideal conditions. But also, if you're on crazy hilly courses, like the setup is so important if you're trying to run fast like finding flat fast courses where you don't have traffic and crazy turns um, having pacemakers people you're running with these are all things that can help you kind of go into this new normal you know like if you're used to meeting up for group runs and you always run with group c or d or whatever maybe you just show up and you're like okay well now like i'm graduating from that now i'm going to group b or whatever um moving up in those pace groups can be super helpful in achieving that new normal um what else do i got there i can't read my own handwriting oh oh treadmill yes treadmill can also be super helpful in kind of helping graduate and and adjust that mental approach to new normals because treadmills are a little bit easier than running outside in the sense that you don't have wind resistance and the belt is moving and so it's it is a slightly different um feel and mechanism to it 
but I really like utilizing treadmills because you do have to turn over your legs at that pace. And anytime you're doing that, your body is getting used to this new tempo that you're setting. So I think treadmills can be a really good bridge to taking where what your old normal was and bring it up to your new normal and it's also like a built-in pacemaker right like you just keep hitting that speed up button speed up button and pretty soon like you're running way faster than you have been before and the conditions are usually good too so if it's hot and humid outside you headed indoors to a gym it's still probably gonna be like somewhat warm not like perfect cool crisp conditions but better than running in 90 degree weather and 90% humidity. So treadmills can be super, super helpful in kind of helping us transition to new normals for our paces. All right, so let's get into the mental approach now. So I think what has most been most helpful for me in shifting to these um, new normals is mantras. And so just the, the story that I'm telling myself when I'm trying to hit a certain pace or when I'm trying to pull a certain weight in the deadlift or bench press, whatever I'm doing. Um, telling, and it, I'll literally, like I've been telling this to Sarah when I'm on the bike running with her, she's doing threshold runs faster than she's ever done before. And I know what it's like to do those and how it can be like, it can just feel like a big deal and it can feel a little bit scary at times. And it, it, you can kind of be like, whoa, <laughs> like, yeah this is a little bit stretching for me mentally and so I'll, I'll just yell at her from the bike and be like this is our new normal this is our new normal like and it's kind of a way to just be like this is no big deal right no big deal like this used to be a big deal and i think that's where it's strange right you're taking something that used to be so intimidating so hard and such a big deal and now you're just trying to create the like feeling of hey this is just like a normal day at the office so mantras uh, is this is the new normal that's something i tell myself tell sarah all the time when we're out um when i'm lifting i just tell myself lightweight you hear that you hear lifters say that all the time and so i don't know you could translate that into running like like easy pace or something like that or um some of my dad used to tell me when i was a kid uh it was a mantra it was like all day long like this is my all day long pace like i can just keep running this forever so um and then another one I like to say to my athletes when I'm coaching from sideline is I'm like, it's just too easy or you're too strong. Um, things that just kind of sink down into you that like, this is so doable. Like this is not a big deal, right? And that can be a mantra too. No big deal, right? So you can kind of come up with your own list, but super helpful that you have something, a go-to mantra to just make that giant not look so big. Um, the next thing that I like to do is just not to like, I think it's important not to ever build things up in your mind and also in how you talk about things. So, you know, like saying, oh man, I could never run X pace, whatever it is, five minute mile pace for a marathon. I could never do that. That's so crazy. Yeah, and that's where I'd catch myself all the time being like, like when you say like a pace is so crazy, that's, that's when that pace ceases to be possible for you right like so just acknowledging that something is like outside of your realm is like conceding right like that's when you've lost all hope that you'll ever get there and you don't even try to get there so i'd catch myself all the time being like whoa that's that's so crazy that's so gnarly whatever i'm from california sorry excuse the gnarly but you know i'd find, catch myself all the time saying these things that it's like i'm like not believing i can actually do that so 
you know, before we can even go after creating this to be a new normal, we got to believe it's doable and believe that this pace is possible. And that kind of brings me to another thing I had down here, and this is super helpful, is to watch videos of other people who are doing what you want to do. Or maybe they're even way better, they're way faster than you want to run. This is so, so helpful. It just, it, it increases confidence increases faith that hey this is actually possible people actually do this and it just increases this idea of like this is no big deal right it's why it's so difficult for people to be the first person to run a sub two hour marathon or the first person to break four minutes for them the mile is because they don't have that they've never seen anyone do it before so they have to kind of really rally to create their own faith and their own belief that this is possible to do but once it's been done that's when the floodgates open we just see tons of people doing it typically right um sub two hour marathon might take a bit till we have other guys doing that although we saw a world record in the 5k and that guy comes up 10k half marathon marathon who knows what he'll be able to run so there's people coming up who are you know now seeing like hey this is possible why not me and so this is super super helpful if you want to increase the faith that you're able to do something that you think is a stretch for you or outside of your capabilities watch people do it and watch it all the time and really powerful the night before your big workout watch it as close even when you're warming up like watch it being done and it can even translate into other sports too like Sarah and I were heading up to her half marathon time trial where she just did that she PR'd by 40 seconds we were watching like one of the episodes of um, the last dance the Michael Jordan thing and anytime you just watch someone who's great at their craft great at doing what they're doing inspires greatness within us too right so super super helpful in establishing these new normals is uh is to watch other people do it another thing is just to smile at your watch you know i mentioned how like that third mile at houston marathon look at my watch says 428 and there's this like kind of take your breath away like oh what i just do like feel and you can totally just decimate that if you just choose to smile at your watch and this works if you're running fast it also works if you're running slow um smiling at your watch i think is one of the most powerful things you can do to not be affected internally by your splits um, whether it be good or bad like just look at your watch and just choose like no matter what it says like i'm gonna smile at it and now of course we get way more feedback you know, back in my day when i was running houston i was just wearing a garmin and i just do lap split every mile so i wasn't getting a whole lot of feedback out there now we get feedback as often as we want it you know so um just just decide in your mind like i'm gonna smile at my watch every time i see it i'll be grateful for that split no matter what it is and uh yeah that can really kind of take that fear factor away from running faster than you think you should be running and then you can also too just not even look at your watch it can be another helpful tactic and i have athletes who've done this super successfully where they're like i'm just gonna run by feel and i'm gonna run the same way i'd run in training just go off feel and the splits are going to be what they're going to be and i've had athletes go out way too fast doing that and so that's a little bit of a risk you take with that but then they still ran great because they didn't know they were running too fast right so that's the thing is when you know when you go out too hard and then you know you're going out too hard that's when it becomes a problem most of the time if people go out too hard and it's not like ridiculously too hard they can like hold it together pretty well and, and run pretty fast off that but it's the fear of knowing that you just went out too hard that i think is even worse than actually going out too hard not that going out too hard is is a uh, you know ideal although i did a podcast on that you can listen to the previous episode on uh 
uh, what was the name of that podcast? Why why uh, negative splitting is overrated. Uh, that was a interesting one. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, all right, last couple guys, almost done. So the next thing is just to be prepared um, to have tons of grace for yourself when you fail. So when we're creating these new normals, like it's not not just going to be like magic, right? Um, it's going to be super, super helpful, but it's not like you're going to create this new normal. You're going to decide within yourself that this is how it's going to be. This is the pace you're going to run from here on out. Like this is you. This isn't hard for you. This is lightweight. This is easy. You're going to go after this thing. It doesn't mean you're going to be successful every time and super, super important. You know that from the get go so that you're prepared because if you know like, hey, failure is a part of the process in creating these new normals and I'm not going to operate at this new normal every single workout and every single time out but i'm gonna it's not gonna keep me from coming back and keeping that new normal mindset within me so just know that i think the three biggest internal elements it's going to take is grace and then patience because this is not going to happen overnight either guys creating new normals changes in training are generally pretty slow but they are cumulative right so like sarah has been improving for a long time for like 20 plus years she just keeps getting better and better and what's normal for her threshold running just keeps getting a little bit faster a little bit faster a little bit faster but she didn't go from running you know she mentioned doing uh, thresholds around 540 pace at stanford she didn't go from doing them at 540 pace to doing them at 512 pace in just by deciding she was going to do that in one year that took years and years 15 years of work to improve you can do the math on that that much so um being patient and not trying to bite off too much to like realizing like what is a i don't like squashing people's dreams but what is what is a reasonable amount of improvement for my threshold runs for um my interval workouts for whatever you're training for whatever you're pointing at like what is a rel uh, a reasonable amount of growth that is a healthy expectation for me to create for my training super super important because we don't want to be discouraged in training like the biggest thing that we need when we're training is the sense of like hope optimism i'm getting faster i'm excited i'm getting better whereas like if you have such huge goals that you can possibly reach them you're just gonna be discouraged all the time and that discouragement is going to kill you more than anything so having a good healthy perspective of like what is good improvement from week to week and that reminded me of uh hannah my daughter she was doing a threshold workout the other day and uh and she usually does her threshold running up here in flagstaff right around like 610 to 605 pace and she's i think doing four or five mile threshold runs and so she told me she's like i think this next threshold run i'm gonna try and run 530 pace and uh, you know i had the little internal battle within myself when she said that being like like part of me just wants to be like yeah you can do it like go for it you know like like the dreamer inside of me like i was that kid who had those kind of big dreams and those big desires but at the same time like i know what's probably going to happen like barring a miracle that that's not going to happen and then is that going to result in discouragement and frustration on her end that's going to ultimately lead to bad places to her not improving to her not enjoying her sport to her not growing as much as she could be and so you know i kind of just like put it as like hey like that that could happen but just so you know like 
a, a usual like amount of improvement that I'm looking for with from two weeks to two weeks can be just a second per mile or maybe even less than that or two seconds per mile would be a huge growth um, so say if you're doing like eight mile threshold run and you repeat it I don't like repeating them every week I like to switch it up um, but I repeat it every two weeks if you see if you see eight second improvement like that's great um, that's really healthy but you know you might look at that and be like only one second for two weeks of training like but that's that's the kind of growth that is sustainable and that we look for is just really steady uh, improvement over a long period of time so all that to say patience guys so so important when we establish these new normals and not trying to bite off too much we got to have healthy goals that are going to encourage us and not discourage us and then i'll end on this one guys um I remember I tried to go back and listen to this message. Um, Chris Valton, he's also a pastor at Bethel Church. He gave this awesome message one time about how to how powerful the human will is on things, and how when we decide to to act with what was the word he used like insert our will on something when we're like I'm going to just will this to happen. Like there's this, there's this balance, right? Cause here's, there's part of the podcast. I'm telling you guys like, listen to your body, like don't overstretch things. But then there's this other like thing on the other end of it that is also true and also equally important where sometimes you gotta just will things to happen. And like our will is so, so powerful. And I know I've, I can take you back to times in my career when I was just like, no, like not today. Um, today, like I'm going to bring it today and I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what the results are going to be, but I'm going to bring all of me to this. And there's definitely been times where it's almost like you put your foot down and you're just like, no, like not, not today. And so when we bring that kind of will to our workouts and to races, like good things will happen. I think the key with that is just holding the results loosely with open hands where we can still be grateful for whatever that result is and see it as being a success even if the time or performance wasn't what we want it to be but anytime like we bring this our all of us our entire being our entire will and we bring it to this workout we're just like no like not today today like I'm inserting my will on this and like I'm going to make this happen. Uh, one of the things Sarah says a lot is uh, champions find a way. And I'm sure she didn't make that up herself. I don't know who said that originally or if anyone did originally, but it's really true. I mean, you, you watch like The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Like that guy that he's doing, he's, he's a great example of exactly what I'm talking about here. Like he would just bring his will to something and he would just will things to happen. And like I said, there's, there's a balance to that, right? But it, the will is so, so powerful. So um, that is incredibly important when it comes to developing these new mental norms is there is this part of you that just has to like grit your teeth and just be like, no, like, like this is my new normal. Like, like it or not, like this is it. And you have to hold that in delicate balance with listening to your body, knowing when to push, when not to push. And my rule of thumb for that, by the way, guys, is push when you're feeling good. When you're not feeling good, give grace to your body. Like shorten up the workout, um, make the pace a little bit easier. That's how I've always gotten the most out of my body and seen my athletes get the most out of their body. So be good to yourself, but it is okay to have those days where you bring all of you to it.
and you insert your will on that workout and you insert your will that this is my new normal all right guys so that's all i got on that one um man i hope your guys training is going well so fun to follow um, all of our athletes i follow you guys on instagram so i'm always like a proud pop on there cheering you guys on from afar so keep at it guys proud of you guys and uh you know races are starting to pop back up um you know stuff stuff is happening so i'm excited about that as a coach and excited to watch you guys thrive all right guys till next time happy training